There are four tech giants controlling most of the internet, including Meta, formerly known as Facebook. Did the Bible predict such technology in the end times? Is the metaverse in the book of Revelation? Will increased internet connection lead to the mark of the beast? We're talking about these, uh, the two things you're not supposed to talk about, politics and religion. Welcome to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so excited for you to join us. Is the metaverse in the book of Revelation? Uh, it's a hot topic lately, Doug, because um, it's kind of creepy, first of all. Yeah. And uh, second of all, people think it's Bible prophecy related. Well, and I mean, I guess some of the technology could be uh, used in the end time. We'll talk about that a little bit today, but... Um, you know, I mean, you ask a question, is it in the book of Revelation? Could be. We, we may get there before the end of the show today. We may <laughs> not, depending. But uh, it's definitely the book of Daniel talks about technology in these end times. And, and I believe that that is uh, another indication that we're in the end times. Well, it's, it's verse, uh, chapter 12, verse 4 says, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book and even... Even to the time of the end, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Yeah. Why aren't you loud and echoey? I don't know, but I like it. It's kind of cool. I when feel you... like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, I don't know if the viewers can hear that or not. That sounds pretty amazing to well, me. I like they may it. not be able to, but I'm like, that's all I can hear. Yeah. I feel like I'm in well, a cup. That's the way it sounded in my head for the last three weeks. Okay. So uh, now you know how I feel. So there you go. But yeah, so Daniel talks about this. And, uh, and he says there that he, close up the words of the book even until the end, the time of the end. And in that time, people are going to be running to and fro. Uh, and knowledge will be increased. So to me, that's another uh, evidence that we are in the end time right now because we see that happening. I mean, each of us have phones in our pocket that we have to update all the time because of the fact that technology is growing and those phones become obsolete. And you have to get a new one so that you'll have the latest and greatest of everything that the phone can do. And we're watching that happen and be fulfilled right now in our our day and age. Well, and if you watch interviews with people like Elon Musk, it's like... yeah. These guys are unbelievably smart. They're they're like some people say they might be aliens, which I'm not suggesting that, but yeah. they are so smart that it's like you know they are super smart. They are unbelievable. He's yeah. talking about Mars and people, your average man going to space and all yeah, this absolutely. stuff. And, and he also is talking about the metaverse. And he actually there's an interview with him, and he's saying he really tried to warn people about technology advancing the way that it has. Yeah. Because of how damaging it could be, particularly with AI and how humans are going to use AI to battle each other. Yeah. And once AI is programmed, it's hard to stop it. And they have really great memory. So he's like, don't mess with one of these robots walking on the side of the road. Don't go up and kick it because yeah. they have a good memory. <laughs> kind of reminds me of a movie called The Terminator. A lot of movies, <laughs> right? They've been telling us this is coming for a long time through yeah. Hollywood. 
Yeah. And uh, I don't think we should be surprised that it's here, but it's still pretty creepy. Yeah, it is. And very, you know, if you have a wild imagination as you read the book of Revelation, maybe this is some of the stuff that you envisioned all these years. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it, it could be. Like I said, we'll get into that and look at it. But, you know, Dave talked a lot about the metaverse yesterday. He talked about um, what it was. He talked about a church that was going to have a metaverse uh, church there, and it's online, and you can go to this church. Well, I had a lot of questions yesterday while he was doing the program. In the chat, they were asking, uh, what is the metaverse? Well, and so we've got a little short video clip. Do you want to show that yeah, now? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go to there. Hey, and welcome to Connect. Today, we're going to talk about the metaverse, starting with the most important experience of all, connecting with people. Imagine you put on your glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space. It has parts of your physical home recreated virtually. It has things that are only possible virtually. And it has an incredibly inspiring view of whatever you find most beautiful. Hey, are you coming? Yeah, just got to find something to wear. All right, perfect. Hey, boy. Oh, hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Mark. Hi. What's up, Mark? Whoa, we're floating in space? Uh-huh. Who made this place? It's <laughs> awesome. Right? It's from a crater. I met in L.A. Uh, this place is amazing. <laughs> Boz, is that you? Of course it's me. You know I had to be the robot, man. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to be the robot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I knew you were bluffing. <laughs> hey, wait. Where is Naomi? Let's yes. call her. Naomi. Hey, should we deal you in? Sorry, I'm running late, but you've got to see what we're checking out. There's an artist going around Soho hiding AR pieces for people to find. 3D street art? That's cool. Send that link over so we can all look at it. This is stunning. Okay, that is something. That's awesome. Wow. I love the movement. Wait, it's, it's disappearing. This is amazing. Hold on. I'll tip the artist and they'll extend it. Wow. Privacy and safety need to be built into the metaverse from day one. You'll get to decide when you want to be with other people, when you want to block someone from appearing in your space, or when you want to take a break and teleport to a private bubble to be alone. You're going to be able to bring things from the physical world into the metaverse. Almost any type of media that can be represented digitally, photos, videos, art, music, movies, books, games, you name it. Lots of things that are physical today, like screens, will just be able to be holograms in the future. You won't need a physical TV. It'll just be a $1 hologram from some high school kid halfway across the world. And you'll be able to take your items and project them into the physical world as holograms in augmented reality, too. So pretty interesting, huh? Pretty interesting that you would put on a headset to go into the metaverse to then go to your private bubble. Yeah. He said a lot of interesting things in that, that clip. I mean, that you can go and, and watch that on YouTube. It's like a 15-minute video where he really gets into explaining it. But, of course, we didn't have time to show everything today. But just to get to some of the most important parts, I felt like, uh, you know, one of the things he talked about is keeping people from coming in, keeping them from being in your bubble. 
Uh, you get to choose when, when you're with someone or not? I'm going, no way. <laughs> right. I trust Mark Zuckerberg with my privacy? Right. No way. Yeah, so a lot of interesting things, and he talked about holograms. So uh, someone asked yesterday what a hologram is. Uh, well, that was kind of like what a hologram is. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more today and how that can actually maybe feed into prophecy in the end times. Well, you're going to get an invitation to be in the metaverse very soon because you're on Facebook more than likely. So is the metaverse in the book of Revelation? We're going to be talking more about that. Uh, Everybody needs to hear about what's happening with Bible prophecy in relation to the metaverse. So share this video. Tell your friends to tune in. We'll be right back after this break to dive more into what the Bible has to say about what's going on with technology. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, You can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search Into the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Welcome back to Into the Age. We have open lines at 1877-END-TIME, 1877-363-8463. We'd love for you to join us, share your opinion about what's going on with the metaverse and other um, big tech um, stories going on. Also, if you have any questions about the mark of the beast or uh, something related to what we're talking about, we'll be happy to do our best to answer those questions for you. We showed a clip of Mark Zuckerberg showing, explaining what the metaverse is going to be. Um, and so it's quite interesting. You can uh, search for that video and, and uh, watch the whole presentation. If you didn't get to see it, please do that or tune back in. Uh, later for this archive and you can watch it again. Um, But we want to get right into the news stories here that's connecting all this, which is, Doug, in my opinion, um, as I was reading this uh, article about the fiber optic web of power that's happening, it's quite um, 
unbelievable, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going, you know, this is a monopoly. That's exactly what it is. That's a good way to describe it. That's exactly what it is. And and they control all the things. Mm-hmm. And if the wrong um, people or the wrong ideology mm-hmm. gets in control of this, it can be used to dramatically change the world. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's already happening. Exactly. This is what's happening. So <laughs> yeah. it's quite creepy when you start learning more about this. I mean, the average person is waking up in the morning, checking to see their Facebook notifications, their Instagram, their Twitter, whatever they're doing. They're just logging on, scrolling, clicking links, liking stuff, have not thought twice about what's happening. And it's quite creepy when you start looking into it. But this right here alone is so eye-opening to me. Um, It's from the Wall Street Journal. The story says... The four tech giants increasingly dominate the Internet's critical cable infrastructure. To say that big tech controls the Internet might seem like an exaggeration. Increasingly, in at least one sense, it's literally true. The Internet can seem intangible, a post-physical environment where things like viral posts, virtual goods, and metaverse concerts just sort of happen. But creating that illusion requires a truly gargantuan and quickly growing web of physical connections. Fiber optic cable, which carries 95% of the world's international internet traffic, links up pretty much all of the world's data centers. So all the world's data center, they're, they're, what they're telling Not us here. just here in the U.S., yeah, the entire globe. They are telling us 95% of the world's International traffic links up pretty much all of the world's data centers. Mm-hmm. So let's just insert some Bible prophecy there. Yeah. Does that sound like an infrastructure where the mark of the beast could be established? It most certainly does. Yeah. And without the invention of the Internet, I don't believe that the mark of the beast would be capable of being put in place yet. I mean, it wasn't until we had the Internet that that became possible, that you could track everybody everywhere all the time and uh, give them a numbering system where they can't buy, sell, or trade without that system set in place. So, yes, absolutely, that feeds into Bible prophecy. So, there's a system in place that connects basically all of the world's data. Yeah. That's alarming to me. It is. Where those fiber optic connections link up countries across the oceans, they consist almost entirely of cables running underwater. Some 800,000 miles of bundled glass threads that make up the actual physical international internet. I can see how these guys would be so concerned about being green and climate change and saving all the stuff in the oceans and make sure their internet cables are running through there though or else. (laughs) Right. And until recently, the overwhelming majority of the undersea fiber optic cables being installed was controlled and used by telecommunication companies and governments. That's not very warming anyway, but today that's no longer the case. In less than a decade, four tech giants, you want to guess who they are? Microsoft, Google, which is Alphabet, uh, Meta, formerly known as Facebook, and Amazon. These four have become by far the dominant users of undersea cable capacity before 2012, so 10 years ago. 
the share of the world's undersea fiber optic capacity being used by those companies was less than 10%. Today, in 2022, that figure is about 66%. Yeah. You like that it's 66%, don't you? Yeah. They could have said 66.6, but that would have been awesome. Uh, And these four are just getting started, says analyst. Submarine cable engineers and the companies themselves. In the next three years, they're on track to become primary financers and owners of the web of undersea internet cables connecting the richest and most bandwidth hungry countries on the shores of both the Atlantic and the Pacific. And you know, in that article there, it said that it used to be the uh, the governments were kind of in control of this, telecommunication companies and governments. But, I mean, still we know that these companies that have been mentioned have a lot to do with the government. What did we find out from uh, Jen Psaki not too long ago? That they were working with need circle back social... Over. Yeah, we need to circle back to what she said. <laughs> they were working with these uh, social media companies to find out who was putting out the most disinformation information and then banning those people from those social media sites. So they already work hand-in-hand hand with the government. They can say that these companies aren't part of the government, but they're working with the government already. So you can already see the system being set in place. I'm sorry, I could really go off on that one for a minute. So anyway, go back. You can finish. I'm sorry. By 2024, the four are projected to collectively have an ownership stake in more than 30 long-distance undersea cables, each up to thousands of miles long, connecting every continent on the globe, save Antarctica. In 2010, these companies had an ownership stake in only one such cable that connected Japan and the U.S. Yeah. So in 14 years from that point, which is two years away, they will have a connection to every continent on the globe. Yeah. Four major social media companies. Microsoft, Alphabet, which is Google, Meta, which is Facebook, and what was the last one? Amazon. Amazon. Surprised. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> so. Yeah. So you think about that. Think about tech giants being in control of the Internet. So virtually they could they could shut it down completely if they wanted to, to keep information from being let out, or they could censor someone or a group of someone's we know you know in our own um business here that what we do here online with our social media we found out that they censor us uh and um it's it's just part of the deal it's the control the control the control that dave talks about that uh pastor baxter talked about the one world order taking control of things and we're already seeing this begin to happen so if they control 95% of that, they control, like you said, the monopoly. And, and it's not like you're going to be able to go find the 5%. Right. You know, it's not like the average person is going to say, oh, I'm going to get on Rumble. Right. Well, yes, that's good for now, and there's less restrictions for now. But do you think Rumble is not part of that 95% that they end up controlling? Right, right. You're absolutely right. And, and so we know that there's a certain person that's getting ready to start what they call a truth channel, and they're going to start their own social media channel, right? Well, if you control 95% of the Internet and somebody comes along and says, I'm starting a truth channel on the Internet, are you going to be able to do that for very long? Probably not. Not if they don't want you to. Yeah, And that's, that's the interesting thing is, you know, 
if you say the wrong thing, or maybe not the wrong thing, but something that big big companies don't agree with, right. they might shut your bank accounts down. They might do shut your social media accounts down. They might mm-hmm. um, say that you can't use our web servers. Mm-hmm. This has all happened within the yeah, last few yeah, years. Yeah, th- this is beginning to happen. And there was actually a story today that talked about the financial systems being connected to this as well. Like I said, there was so much information on this that I knew that I couldn't put everything in there and be able to fit it into a one-hour show. I knew we wouldn't be able to do that. But but the next, for an instance of what we were just talking about, uh, we, we have a short little article there from the Times of Israel uh, do we want to read that now? Sure, yeah. Right. It's uh, about Hill, Hiller uh, Neuer, who's the executive director of UN Watch. He told his account, he, he said his account is at risk over post-criticizing Israel boycott, pushes back with legal appeal, online petition. Facebook has th- threatened to delete the personal account of the director of a prominent pro-Israel lobbying group at the United Nations, saying he violates community rules. UN Watch executive director was also told that his page had already been under sanctions to reduce its visibility for months, the group has said in a statement yesterday. Okay, so we know this happens to our social media because I'm told all the time and I know you are too and and we understand how algorithms work and everything. I wish we understood how they work. Well, we know that they can push (laughs) us so far back that if somebody's trying to find us, it will take a, an extensive search. Uh, you know, we've talked about on here before when we were going to cover a certain uh, news article that sometimes I have to go very deep into uh, a search engine to find that article where they've got it so suppressed back that you can't find it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened to, to this person all because he is pro-Israeli. So he's against sanctions being put on Israel. And he's been vocal about it on his uh, personal social media and so now he's found out his Facebook's going to be shut down. Yeah, well, we experienced that because, I mean, we were, um, we, we started our social media accounts like 2010-ish. And we quickly grew to, you know, reaching hundreds of thousands of people and even hundreds of millions of people every month. We were seeing unbelievable numbers of people around the world that were interacting with us on social media. And they announced they were changing some algorithms I think it was October of 2014, if I remember correctly. Don't quote me on that. I think it was October, though. And literally the next month, our traffic dropped by like 60%. Yeah. And we're like, what happened? Yeah. Nothing changed on our side. We're posting the same way we were. Same type of content on a regular schedule, all this stuff. And the only thing that changed was their algorithm shift. And then there was information that came out how they were targeting Christian groups or what they believe to be uh, right-wing groups because it was, you know, perhaps if if they were in favor of border control, then they were labeled as Mm right-wing, things like that. And so we went from reaching hundreds of millions of people to dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. And now, you know, we still are able to reach hundreds of thousands of people, but nowhere near like it once was. And it's, and, and like, Irvin Baxter, the the name Irvin Baxter, if you go search that on Google, End Time is not even on page one. Yeah. And we we endtime.com is what established the name <laughs> Irvin Baxter on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. And they have we went from number one to like number nineteen. Yeah. 
And so basically you don't, essentially you don't see that on our website. You go to some Rotten Tomatoes website where somebody, somebody doesn't like something that he taught and they've, they've wrote, written a whole bunch of weird stuff that most of it's not even accurate anyway. Right. And so you get that version of Irvin Baxter instead of an actual yeah. representation. Because they want all that stuff out there. Sure. Yeah. That, yeah. That's much better for the, the agenda. Absolutely. And so, I mean, we're watching that control happen. And, you know, I talk to people all the time on the chat and on the phone, you know, that are letting me know, hey, you know, I used to get alerts every time you guys came on at 3 o'clock. Not anymore. You know, now i got to go out there and find you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because we're talking about things that they don't want us talking about. We're getting truth out there. We're talking about biblical truth. Um, you know, last week we, we talked about being an enemy of the state because we're conservative Christians and we believe what the Bible says. Well, that's exactly what makes us a target. So that's all it takes is for somebody who's trying to explain the truth of the Word of God or anything like that that doesn't line up with the world's agenda that, you know, they're going to start putting uh, this these blocks on you and, and possibly take away your uh, Internet. So, yep. Well, Doug, you mentioned it. Um, you know, we're committed to telling the truth. And so these topics like this, big tech doesn't like when people talk about this stuff. And they certainly don't like it when it's putting, uh, uh, delivered with a, a Christian spin or a biblical perspective. And so... Uh, that's what we're committed to doing here, whether it's Facebook or Google or YouTube or whoever it may be that's um, trying to control things or whatever they might do. We're going to continue to pound this drum that uh, Jesus Christ is coming. These are the Bible prophecies that have to happen before he returns, before he calls us uh, in the rapture. And, and you know, we're going to point out current events like we are today and say, hey, um, Facebook wants control. Um, this is a lot like what the Bible says is coming. It, it might not be that yet, but it's coming. And so we're committed to telling you the truth, uh, even when it, it threatens censorship and, and all that sort of thing. And so, um, you know, we're only able to offer this show for free through your donations. Uh, we, at, we are on uh, radio every single weekday, and we're on uh, television every week, and we're on uh, the Internet every single weekday as well, and even on the weekends. And so... Uh, all that's made available for free because people like you partner with us through donations. So if you'd like to help us out, you can go to endtime.com slash give and you can partner with us. You can give one time. A lot of people do that. And there's also a lot of people that give monthly. Some people give 5 or $10 a month. Some people do a lot more than that. We just ask that you pray and ask the Lord what he would lay on your heart to contribute to help us to continue to offer this message for totally free. Also, endtime.com is available. Um, you know, if you can't find us on Facebook or other social media platforms, endtime.com, you can go there. You can go to watch.endtime.com and become a subscriber to End of the Age Plus and get all our content for free, essentially. So be sure to do that. Stay connected with End Time Ministries and uh, partner with us at endtime.com slash give. We'll get to the calls after the break. You can join us, too. We'll see you then. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
when you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99. You can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'd love for you to join us today. We're talking about the metaverse and the book of Revelation and other big tech companies and and what's happening in the world today. And uh, just looking at it from a biblical perspective and saying, this is creepy, Doug. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like this stuff is what has been talked about in regards to control, in regards to... uh, information suppression and uh, what's possible with the system that will manage the mark of the beast. So it's a lot of interesting stuff and particularly interesting because, you know, what the Bible said was written thousands of years ago is, is coming to pass. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, as we see these things begin to uh, be set in place, you're watching that be set in place and talking about how this is how the mark of the beast can be implemented through a system like this where they can put sanctions on you because we know that's what the mark of the beast is going to be. We know that it's going to be an actual uh, physical mark or a chip or something like that that's going to be in your hand or your forehead. But we also know that they'll be able to control and sanction people through the Internet and and be able to use the system that's put in place to track people to keep up with, uh, you know, what you're saying on social media and things like that. And so, you know, I mean, we know that it's been implemented in other places already. And so it's just one of those things that as this begins to happen and we see how it correlates with Bible prophecy, it sets off those little alarms, you know, bing, 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 this is it. This is what we're talking about. And so that's why we're talking about this today. Um, You know, the meta thing, uh, you can even grocery shop on there. We didn't show a video about that today, but Walmart's got a system set up where you can virtually go in and buy groceries. It's active and now or it's it's going to be? I, it's going to be. I don't okay. think it's totally set up right now. But, you know, I heard that they had robots that were shelving product and things like that. I've seen it. And, and I was standing in line one day at a pharmacy and the little robot came by sweeping the floor, you know, and he was on just on his little path doing his thing. And it was an actual physical he, robot. Well, I mean, his name was like a guy name. So, Doug, you know that I, there's no such thing as guy names anymore. Right. You're not allowed to have gender-specific names. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Girls can be named Tom, too, don't you know? Uh-huh. Actually, there's a song about a girl named Tom, isn't there? I don't know. But I don't know either. I know that 
God created male and female. There you go. Yeah, it was probably a a guy (laughs) name. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the phones. Uh, you can join us at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Ben in Texas, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, guys. Y'all got a great show and talking about very relevant things, as we all know right now. It's getting very serious around the world and even in our country. And the power is being taken away from the people, as we all know, since the 2020 election. And it's being relegated to very few people that don't have our best interests at heart in any form or fashion, I don't think. And I wanted to mention something that I think I've told a couple of y'all before. And I think I wish y'all would check into it for us because you have the Internet, something I do not have as an older gentleman, and uh, find out what you can on it. Because I'm sure that it's real. I saw it in a publication back in the 90s on this subject. The subject is, there is a mammoth. Are you there? Yep. We are. Okay. There is a mammoth mega computer located in Brussels, Belgium. Y'all are talking about how everything is going to be connected to the continents, right? Okay. Well, this mammoth computer has the ability to track every human, every human being on the face of the earth with at least uh, like 200 or 2,000 megabits of information on each person. It has that kind of capacity. And you, I don't think most people would need 2,000 to uh, cover all that they do during their lifetime. Well, Ben, um, we'll take a look into that and see what we can figure out. Now, there is... You know, similar to what we're talking about, you know, this stuff is very connected already. Um, I don't know that, you know, you said that was published back in the 90s. I don't know that um, we're still to the point where we would need one computer to do that because, you know, people's phones are extremely powerful and that's all synced together with data centers now. And so it's quite interesting how they've they've connected everything like you mentioned there. But we'll take a look at that. We do appreciate you calling. Um, thank you, Ben, very much for that information. All right, let's go to Tom in Texas. Tom, welcome to Into the Age. Hello, hello, Doug. Hello, Vince. How are y'all doing? I'm good, Tom. How are you? Well, I'm doing amazing today. Uh, my question to you is: Do you believe that the metaverse is is part of the mark of the beast system, and do you believe it'll happen really soon? The metaverse or the mark of the beast system? Uh, both. Um, metaverse, when do you think that's going to happen? The metaverse, like where people can put on the the, um, the goggles. I think it's, I mean, it's already happening. It's mm-hmm. just not um, as prominent as things like Facebook and Instagram as we know it. But, you know, they put these selfie cameras on our phones and you sit there and stare at it and you've given it permission to look at you and turn on whenever it chooses. Now, they say that's not accurate but it's accurate. I don't care what they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so there, you know, the, it's already, in my opinion, it's already been created. You know, it's, it's, I have a Facebook account and social media accounts, and we all have these type, most people have these type of accounts. And so we are treating these things as, as extremely valuable. I mean, yeah. we spend our time on them and, and there's even things, uh, uh, NFTs that, that are becoming popular and, you know, we aren't really talking about that today, but, um, you know, it's, it's uh, basically 
online real estate that you can purchase, whether it be uh, artwork or land digitally. I mean, people are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on these NFTs, and they're saying, this is what's valuable, valuable to me. I can actually uh, confirm that this is the real thing. It's not a counterfeit painting. And so we're putting value into these things already. We're already tuning in. It's just not necessarily um, that we're creating a body um, with an avatar. Um, I guess, you know, that we've been doing that too with video games and different things like that. And so it's already here. It's just yeah. not the metaverse that, um, that Facebook is pushing out. But that's coming. I mean, I don't, I don't think they have a release date yet, but it's coming very soon. Yeah, very soon. Uh, they wouldn't have put this video out without it being very soon. And uh, it's going to become just one of these things that everybody does. And, you know, it may not be all bad. Like we talked about a church being there. They, they've created a church already in the metaverse. And it's a good idea for churches to be engaged in these spaces because if there's people there, we need to tell them about Jesus. And so if that's through the metaverse... You know, I, I don't know what all end time will do before it's over with, but, you know, we might have an end time Bible study in the metaverse. I don't know. Um, you know, I, don't, I, guess I, I guess we'll find out. But nonetheless, um, I think the metaverse is very close. Mark of the Beast is also very close. Doug, I know you have more comments about that. Yeah, well, as far as the metaverse being connected to the Mark of the Beast somehow, I mean, I, I don't know if that will be the case or not. I, I know that the... The Mark of the Beast is a system that's going to be rolled out in the last three and a half years before Jesus Christ comes back. So when we get into the tribulation period, that's when that's going to be dealt out. Now, whether or not it'll be anything to do with the metaverse, I don't know. But it will be connected to the Internet. I'm almost 100% positive because that's the way they're going to be able to track us and things like that. But what concerns me, I guess, the most about it, Tom, about the metaverse is, I, to me... What's already being pushed on us anyway is they're telling us we've got to have less interaction with people because there's a virus, that we've got to cover our faces because there's a virus, that we've got to stay indoors because there's a virus. So people are already being geared in their mindset for this, and now they're showing it on commercials. I've seen commercials where people have the goggles on and they're uh, playing a video game where they're the, the little avatar in the video game and they're in their living room, you know, sword fighting or something like that in a commercial. So you're already getting people who, there, there are people that are addicted to video games now that that's where they spend all of their time. And what worries me is that becomes an idol. That becomes something that we let consume all of our time. And once this metaverse is there and people put these goggles on, it, it worries me about mind control and how people are going to be sucked into uh, another dimension where it's it's not a reality, but it's it's almost a reality. And you can be anything you want to in that reality. Just like that video was showing, a guy was a robot and, you know, there were people floating around in space. Uh, you can do anything in this reality. And if a boy wanted to be a girl, guess what? His avatar could be a girl in that reality. And that's how he could, you know, explore that into that. And it, there's just all kinds of possibilities where I see dangers there for people, but I don't necessarily know that it will be wrapped up with the mark of the beast. But I do see trouble coming because of it. Well, thank you all for your time. And thank you for answering my questions, Doug and Vince. Uh, have a nice day. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. God bless you. You can join us, too, at 877-END-TIME, 
363-8463. Let's go to Liz in Indiana. Liz, welcome to Into the Age. How are you? We're well. How are you? Uh, doing very well, thanks. I just wanted to make a comment, um, you know, with all the social media um, um, censoring that they're uh, doing. And I subscribe to various homesteading um, sites and stuff. And this week, uh, one of those sites sent an email out and stated how never would she have figured that the government would censor a gardening site. <laughs> but she said she, uh, because they have a, a good-sized farm, and um, she said, but she posted how people could know how much food to grow uh, for each person to sustain themselves for a year. And she said within hours it was taken down. Wow. And there was very few people that saw it, maybe 50. And she said on a low day, she has at least 8,000 views. Yeah. And she said it was, um, it was taken down within hours. So it looks like the government doesn't even want us to be able to sustain ourselves. They don't want people to have that kind of information. Right. So it's just something that I wanted to share, how interesting and how far that reach is going as far as censoring. Absolutely. And, you know, Liz, one of, one of the things about it is what you're talking about, the uh, sustainable development goals. Uh, they do not want us to even have property like that. They don't want us to be able to grow our own vegetables and things like that. I know I live in the country, and we had a garden this year, and it did not produce very much. And I talked to a lot of people in that area that their gardens didn't produce very much either. And so that gets people to wondering, okay, well, how come our gardens aren't producing like they have in the past? And, it, you know, it makes people begin to get on that conspiracy side of things and think, well, maybe, you know, they're spraying something in the air to keep our crops from doing something or whatever. One of the things that I do know is that there's a shortage of bees uh, in our state, in my state right now, which is in Texas. But uh, Don't get I, us censored, Doug. Well, I'm just I'm saying. I'm bee shortages. I, I think that it would be probably... Uh, you know, across the United States, probably. But that's one of the things that you've got to have. Bees are essential to having a garden because they pollinate. And uh, and where there is a bee population problem, then you're not going to have the gardens producing the way they were. But anyway, back to what you were talking about, I see why they would do that because they don't want any of us owning land. They want us to have to depend on the government for things and not have our right. own crops. Well, thank you for your call, Liz. We certainly appreciate it. We do have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll get to all the calls on the other side of the break. We want to remind you to subscribe to Into the H Plus at watch.endtime.com. That'll eliminate the fear of any censorship. We go live there every weekday, and all our archives are available there. So watch.endtime.com. We'll be right back after the break. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon-coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about the metaverse and the book of Revelation and all the other big tech-related news stories happening right now. Uh, It's pretty creepy if you start looking into what they have control of and how they monitor your activity and what you've given them permission to do. And so we're talking about that today because... There is a lot to it in regards to being precursors to the mark of the beast, precursor to a world government system. And so we think you need to know what's happening on social media and on big tech as you participate in it and how it connects to what the Bible said would be happening. And so uh, we're talking about that today. If you have a question or a comment, you can join us at 877 time 877-363-8463. Now, Doug, before we get back to the phones... Do you want to cover anything in particular? Well, I mean, there's several different things we could talk about. But we know that, you know, we've talked about this before. China has the social credit that they have already got set in place. So it's kind of like a model for what I think some of this will look like, where they can censor you personally. They can censor companies, anybody that's not going along with things. Like one of the things that we mentioned before is like uh, the global warming and the things that they want to set in place with the Green New Deal and those kind of things where, uh, you know, these companies that are putting out too much pollution and things like that, if that's happening, they would be able to choke these companies down where they would uh, not provide them the Internet they needed to do business or things like that. So there is there are systems set in place already where they're already doing this in the world. And so to be able to understand that this is coming, it's it's not far-fetched or anything it's not just coming it's already here Mm -hmm. so you know a lot of this is already beginning to happen but we know vince just to to say this before we jump back into the cause we know that the antichrist could use this system very easily he could take control of these systems once he comes into power we know that we're not there yet a lot of people think that the antichrist uh, is already shown his face and they already know who it is but the truth is the bible tells us we won't know who he is until uh, he reveals himself. And that's halfway into that final seven-year period. Once we know who that Antichrist is, somewhere within that tribulation period of time, he's going to take control of these systems, and these systems will be set up. Now, it says the false prophet will be the one that causes everybody to worship the image of the beast and take the mark of the beast. But these things are already being set in place. Why? Because they're precursors to get us ready for that, to have it kind of dumbed down to the point to where when it comes in, people go, oh, yeah, this is great. This is just more of this great system we have set in place. And now I won't have to leave the house. I can buy all my groceries online through, you know, my little virtual cartoon character. Uh, I can pay for it online. I can have it delivered at my doorstep. I never have to leave my house. And all because I played ball with them and I got this little mark that they wanted me to get. And now that is my data link to, to the world. 
So all that is is coming. It's here, and it's going to be here uh, in full force one day when we get into that time period. But we're just not there yet. What do we say when people go, okay, I'll never do any of that, but I don't know where to draw the line. So it's like, I'm not going to be on Metaverse, but I'll be on Facebook. Or I won't be on, you know, uh, I won't ever allow them to put a chip in my hand, but I'll do the face scan for my phone to open up. Right. Well, it's like, is it wrong to do the face scan for you? You know, it's not. I hope not, because I've done that. (laughs) You know, it's not like you're sinning or it's not the mark of the beast. Yeah. Personally, I don't do the face scan because that creeps me out. Yeah. But I've got a stinking camera on the front of my phone, and I know they can see me. So it's like I'm doing the face scan whether I want to do the face scan or not. Right. So where do we draw the line? And we're doing 10-year challenges on Facebook. You know, hey, do the 10-year challenge. making fun of my post? No, I'm just saying, look at that. You know, we're okay, here I was 10 years ago. Here I am now. Now they've got great facial recognition. They see how you age, so they can put all that information in. Well, mine has more faces to it, so 10 years ago. Oh, I haven't even seen it. Yeah, it was me and my, at the time, not my wife, but my girlfriend. And uh, now it's my wife and two sons. So that was my 10-year challenge post. That's pretty awesome, but... I mean, the thing is, is we give them the information they want all the time. The problem is, is drawing that line, like you said, the, the drawing of the line part. Anytime that we're going to have to deny that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and say that we worship a one world system or a one world government and that we're going to take that mark that allows us to be in that one world government and one world religious system and one world economic system. That's where we, we cannot ever do that. We cannot take any kind of chip, tattoo, or anything like that on our hand or our forehead that would be something that could be used in that way in the end time. Now, you know that with the new COVID um, uh, vaccine passports, they did the story the other day. I think this is actually what got us kicked off. Uh, was they did well, a story and you're bringing it up again? Well, you know it's it's there, and we need to talk about. It. They're doing it. Is it? I think it's Switzerland or Sweden. I can't remember where it's at. Uh, one of those, and they're actually they already do the chip to get in the door at work and use the vending machines at work and to clock in and clock out and all those things. So now they're putting their vaccination passport in this uh, chip. Also, well, that's very scary because that's very close to the mark of the beast. So don't do that, folks. That's one of those things we should never, ever, ever do. So go ahead, Vince. (laughs) You think we're going to get kicked off now? I mean, I think you just said the exact phrase that got us kicked off, so we shall see. Hopefully. Hello, YouTube. All right, let's get back to the phones before Doug says something about gardening and gets us kicked off for good. Uh, Sandy in Kansas, welcome to Into the Age. Uh, good, ap- good afternoon. Hi, Sandy. I have a question, and I hope this is not a stupid question, but in light of how the world is being absorbed by the Internet, I mean, it's invading every space of our lives, and and I, I'm going to ask you, what do you think Brother Baxter would say if he were alive and I want to make a comment about that. When he died, it didn't look like the country was taking a turn the way it is. And now everything has changed, and the Internet is, you know, it's just literally invading our spaces. What do you guys think that Brother Baxter would say? Would he still be confident about 
um, Revelation where it says, we're the, the eagle that will protect Israel? That's a hard question, but... Well, we, you know, it is hard to speculate what he might think at this point, but we've had similar cases, you know, in the last several years when it looks like America is signing on with the one world government. You know, a certain president comes in and just totally turns their back to Israel and just signs on with the UN. And there's stuff like that that has happened. And we would say, man, it doesn't look like that that Bible prophecy is going to be fulfilled the way we thought it would, but we believe that's what it means. So it's not the end yet. Therefore, we know there's still things that are going to occur. So uh, there's time for America to shift uh, and take a stance against this world government and protect Israel. And, you know, there's going to be a time when uh, a third of mankind dies, when the Sixth Trumpet War occurs. There's going to be a time when Israel's back is against the wall at the Battle of Armageddon. And we're going to look at that and go, Jesus, where in the world are you? What is going on? And that's when the rapture is going to happen with the Armageddon time or, you know, through the Great Tribulation. We're going to go, you know, how can this be? But because we know the scriptures, we're not going to be um, burdened with fear and we're not going to be frozen with fear because we know what the scriptures say. And therefore, when times seem bleak and it seems impossible that God's word is going to be true, we still hold on to his word and we say, you know what? It doesn't look good now, but we trust Jesus. And so I think he would say, it doesn't look good right now, but I know what the Bible says, and that's what's coming. And so we can have hope, we can have peace, and more than ever before, we need to be telling our friends and family that you can have hope and peace too, and that uh, it's not all doom and gloom, and you don't have to subscribe to these ideas. And so get out and evangelize. He'd say, hey, Everybody in the world needs to enroll in Jerusalem Prophecy College and get ready for these end times that are coming. That way you can tell your friends and family and they don't have to spend eternity in hell. That's how he would put it, probably. And so, Doug? Well, you know, Vince, for a long time he taught that the Berlin Wall was coming down. Yep. And he understood that that was the head that Revelation 13 was talking about that received a fatal wound and it came back to life and the whole world wondered after the beast. He knew that was talking about Germany, its Fourth Reich, and that it would have to come back to life in order to begin to lead the world in the direction we're going. So he knew that and he had tons of people saying, Irvin... You know, you're wrong about this. You're going to destroy your ministry by saying this. But when that happened, his phone rang off the wall and it set this course in in place that we're in now with this ministry that really got us out there in front of the, the other prophecy teachers because Pastor Baxter understood that. God gave him that information from the Word of God. He understood it and he taught it. It's no different than where we're at right now. He understands what the scriptures are are saying and we believe that those scriptures are the truth and that that's what's going to happen no matter who's in place right now, no matter how bleak it looks. For years it didn't look like the Berlin Wall was coming down, (laughs) but when it came down, everybody understood it's in the scriptures. And so that's, that's what I think he would say right now. The scriptures are not going to change. The times are going to change. Things may speed up. They may slow down from time to time, but they're going to be fulfilled. Amen. Does that help, Sandy? It helped me a lot. Okay. Well, God bless you and thank you for calling. That helped me. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right. Thanks, Sandy. 
All right, let's go to Lydia in California. Lydia, welcome to End of the Age. You said it right. Yay! <laughs> well, thanks. You know, my name is Vince Stegall, and everybody says Stegall, so I try to say people's name right. I know what that's like. I know. We talked before, and you said my name wrong, and I made you feel bad, and I felt really bad about it. <laughs> oh, well. But anyway. There we go. I'm so sorry. But anyway, I wanted just to comment on a couple of things. So, you know, I it's, it's totally um, expected that the Internet would be used, and especially as virtual, because, I mean, even my grandkids are like six or five, and... Five, they use that those goggle things, and I'm, I, it freaks me out. I tell my my stepdaughter all the time, but they play the games, and you know, and I remember back like when I was like this was like 15 years ago. I was looking up something on the internet, and something questionable came on the side of each side. I was looking like a hairstyle, and like people doing strange things were happening on both sides of my screen that I didn't even realize. And then I looked over, and I was like, what? You know, I clicked out of it, but much more when you're so engrossed into a game. I mean, we've seen that people, people's minds are, like, kind of twisted, and there's been shootings, and they say, well, you know, it's, they think it's like a game. Yeah. You know, so how much more could they use it to be like, you know, oh, you can take this mark as just a game. You know, it gets you used to it. It twists your mind to where you're so distracted which is what the devil wants anyway, and I believe he's using that for that reason. Yeah. You know, keep us distracted from God because that's, that's what he wants. I don't know. That's just my thought. No, I, I agree with that completely. Like I said before, it's just another one of those things that's preparing us and getting us ready. And, it's, and I'm, I'm worried about mind control, so I, I agree with you. Thanks for calling, Lydia. Uh, we always appreciate hearing from you. All right, we'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Uh, We will see you then. Don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com to access thousands of hours of free content and uncensored content. So be sure to do that today. Uh, We will see you tomorrow at 3. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.